<laughs> Me as the technology the tech wizard. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Ripple Effect podcast. We are so glad that you've joined us, whether you're listening to this on the go or watching this online. We are happy you are here. In the studio with me, I have Rachel Boosen on my left, and I have Mary Green on my right, and I'm so glad to be joined by them both. Uh, as always, we have to start with the sponsor of the week, and the sponsor of the week, as you can see, are... Our blankets. In honor of yesterday where it dropped 40 degrees in a couple of hours. It's crazy. I had shorts on and a t-shirt and I told my family, I said, this is just false. This is fake. You know what Deacon wanted me to do? He said, dad, can you get a pool out and fill it? Can we go swimming? I said, no, but it's not yeah. hot enough. He's like, dad, it's hot enough. It's, I said, no, no, it's going to be cold. He said, no, 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 it's hot enough. Can you get the pool out? I said, no. Well, we don't have a pool. <laughs> I've got a cattle trough thing that I fill with water and he plays in it. Yeah. So, um, so if you can't see us, we're all bundled up in blankets right now because it's cold out. It is. And we just got used to the warmth. And, um, and here we go. Also, if you remember from some episodes not that long ago, we were talking about Rachel's cat blanket. She has debuted <laughs> it, it finally. To show you guys, it's upside down, but you get the gist. Is it yeah. has this purple button? cats, mm. orange cats, mm -hmm. balls gray, of yarn, gray cats, gray cats. It looks so comfy. It is. I have recently found out that it's been in the, her office this whole time, and mm -hmm. I I could have been using it this well. Yeah. Well, then I, I recently brought in an electric blanket. Now that it's. <laughs> you know, February, <laughs> and I was like, I'd be sitting there on my desk, and I was like, why did I not do this? Like, November, December, January, like, I could have been warm. You bring it in the week that it was 70 degrees out? <laughs> no, it's been here for a okay. few weeks at this point, but I didn't need it this week. Oh, that's awesome. But now I, yeah. That's good. Well, we hope that um, this turn of weather doesn't surprise you. I, every year, we all talk about it, and like, we haven't lived in Missouri for a while. I know. You know it's going to happen. All four seasons. I saw um, uh, Ben Jamerson talk about how all four seasons have been experienced in, in one day uh, or in a 24-hour period, which is hilarious. But, yeah, you know it's going to happen. My nose has gone crazy with, I don't know if it's allergies or what it is, but um, we hope you're warm. And we hope you enjoyed a little bit of the sunshine yesterday and uh, the false summer that was there. And, yeah, that's Missouri The sun is coming back. And the warmth is coming back. It's going to come back. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'll survive. Um, quick question. Would you prefer to be, if you had to pick one, cold or hot? Hot. Oh, I don't know. The answer is hot. It is hot. I like being warm, but I also like being able to put on blankets and drink hot drinks. Yeah. I don't like it when it's just like 104 like and you're drinks. hot and you can't <laughs> cool down. If I had to pick one, I would, I'd rather be warm. Like it's hard for me to sleep when it's like mm -hmm. hot and muggy, but I, that definitely would rather. But I also be can't sleep when I'm freezing cold or. I agree. It's two for like, one. We win. Mary, like... Mary loses. <laughs> two out of one. We, we beat her. Um, all right. Let's. Uh, Either hot or cold. I like the sunshine. Okay. Fine. <laughs> that works. Um, you can comment below what you would prefer. Do you prefer it to be hot or do you prefer it to be cold? Uh, you can let us know and prove um, Rachel and I correct that the right answer is it's better when it's warm out. Um, uh, let's recap Sunday. Uh, we had a great week this past week on Sunday. 
Uh, Mr. Matt Douglas led music and his son played drums and they did a fantastic job. Um, I, well, how was, you had us, Jen, happening. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, there were cinnamon rolls up to your eyeballs, mm -hmm. which was fantastic. Yep. Um, did you have anything going on special back in the kids section? Uh-uh. Just a week? We were just finishing up the Old Testament, so we were in the uh, mm -hmm. prophets. Okay. So, uh, okay. We did the minor prophets. Uh, so give me a, a, do you have a high and low from Sunday, either of you? Um, we had some new faces in us, Jen. It's fun. Um, which we were just talking about, and that's always really fun to see, and um, I just love that we're doing it. For those of you who don't know, Us Jen, we've talked about it uh, on the podcast, is our Bible study that happens um, once, a month. once a month, and they uh, combine adults and the youth together. Uh, us Jen, it's not just your generation, it's not their generation, it's Us Generation. And occasionally they're cinnamon rolls. So. <laughs> well, you got to learn from each other. How can the older teach the younger if they're never together? Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and then you also see occasionally like there's a high schooler. Um, it's usually high schooler, but they like to to try to lead their group too. And you kind of see the adults kind of step back a little bit and let the kids. And you can, you just kind of you just kind of watch it and you just see where it goes and. A lot of times there's really good conversation. Like I kind of will walk through and we'll kind of like peek in and and sometimes they're totally <laughs> talking about something else. But <laughs> a lot of times it's it's good and I enjoy it. So if you're an adult and you've never attended Ustin class, I I would really encourage you to because the only expectation there is to go and listen to students and also to share your perspective. Mm -hmm. yeah. They they do a great job. The leaders do a great job of organizing it, giving you prompts, and making sure it's well uh, organized. But I would really encourage you to attend it. And it's the next one, which will be at the end of the month of, of March. Um, March, because the 31st is Easter, so we're doing it the 24th. Oh, there you go. So March It's usually 24th. on the very last Sunday, but obviously. Yeah, with Easter happening, yeah. you got to move it. So March 24th is the next one, so you can look forward to that. Mm -hmm. um, high and low, did you have a high? Did you have a low from Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, my high was that I filled all the classrooms. <laughs> Cold and sickness season oh, man, is it's rough. Ah, uh, yeah, it, it's hard to make sure everything's covered. And so, so it's a blessing. If you're an adult that doesn't attend us, Jen, you can help Mary out, <laughs> and she does a great job of organizing and making sure you have what you need to help out in the kids' wing. Just go ahead and do your volunteer application now. So yeah, let's have just your do background it. Let's just get it done. done, and then you can be on the sub list, and you will get called. You're ready to go. <laughs> That's great. Um, we were talking through um, our final intentional church uh, week, which was prayer. And so we did uh, the Apostles' Doctrine, Fellowship, Breaking of Bread, and Prayer, and spent uh, an extended time in prayer together, and it was an encouraging time. If you missed any of those uh, sermons, you can go back and look at them at tlcc.church, or, or on the Facebook page, you can see them there. And just one more plug, if you see um, Matt or Brennan Douglas, tell them they did a great job on Sunday. I mean, everybody did, but... They did a great job. Um, Brennan, especially doing his first time playing on a Sunday morning, uh, did a great job on the drums. Uh, so that's your recap of the week. We're going to move on to the top three that you need to know coming up. And the first thing that you need to know for the TLCC top three coming up is parent dedication. Mary, what is parent dedication and what do they need to know about it? Parent dedication happens, currently it happens every six months. And parents who have new babies or, or toddlers that 
the parents want to commit themselves to um, teaching and training their children in the Lord and raising them to love and honor God um, can do that in front of the church and the church um, partners with them to say, hey, we'll walk with you, we'll pray for you, um, we will help to be a resource to you as you um, teach your child about God. So it's it's ceremonial, It is, um, but there's still a lot of meaning behind it to, <laughs> to say, I, I want to do this and I need help doing it as well. Um, so that's happening this Sunday, and um, if you if you would like to participate in that, um, you would have to let us know as quickly as possible. Um, and uh, but if you don't have a kid that you're gonna that you want to participate in this with, just be ready for it on Sunday because it's a time where you can encourage um, families that have had a new baby and pray for them and uh, be excited for them. So that's happening this Sunday during second hour only, and uh, and that'll be a good thing. Uh, next, we have the Missouri Christian Convention. Uh, this is kind of the last call for it, March 8th and 9th, and um, you can go to mcconvention.org and register there. I am super excited. There's a couple speakers that I'm really excited about. One of them is um, Caleb, I can never say his last name. Caleb Kaltenbach, who wrote Messy Grace, and he's written a couple other things. Um, I'm really looking forward to his classes and his uh, lessons that he's going to teach. So if you are interested in attending that, go to mcconvention.org. We are not going to be sending a church van. Hardly any of you signed up, and it's not enough to send a van. So if you're interested in going, it is on you. Uh, I will be there. I know a couple other people who will be there. And I think Salonique is going to be there. Yes. Salonique is going to be there. So if you want to see him uh, and hang out with him a little bit, uh, make your way down to the Lake of the Ozarks, the Lodge of the Four Seasons, March 8th and 9th. Okay. The last thing that we have is Mr. Bill Wolf. Who is Mr. Bill Wolf? Who's well, Mr. Bill Wolf? I've never met Bill Wolf. Oh! <laughs> I feel like every time he I does say his name, a program with some students <clears throat> called Stories and Songs of Easter. Of Easter. So it's going to be the Tuesday night mm-hmm. um, before um, Good Friday, which is March nineteenth. Yes, and so they're going to come and do a presentation, mm-hmm. and uh, love to have you come. Bring neighbors. Let other people know and uh, have a time of fellowship and enjoy that reflective time leading into the Easter celebration. Yeah, they they write some of their own music. They have some music that you'll know. They integrate stories and scripture verses, and it's a whole program. And it's, it'll be nice. Listen, let's just be honest. It'll be nice to hear some different musicians and singers, mm-hmm. uh, unique people, um, and a different perspective. It'll also be nice just to enjoy it as a church family. We we have events through the year that we all just do together, and this is one of them that will be a, a good night of fellowship. So we are doing uh, some desserts, which you can come and eat um, at 6.30. And then we'll eat those, and then we'll enjoy the program together. And I heard Rachel makes an amazing chocolate lava cake. <laughs> That's true, Rachel. That's not what she's bringing, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I might pass on. <laughs> I make up good just about anything. <laughs> we, oh, were, we were talking earlier about another event, which we'll talk about later, and someone wanted to, 
Rachel to make a lava cake, and she was like, "What's a lava cake?" <laughs> well, you know, I will what, say, I will say, know one what time it is, but I have made. I one time I made brownies, and I I made these brownies like fifteen times. They're the best brownies in the world, and I had to substitute one ingredient. <laughs> And it didn't bind, mm-hmm. and I cooked it and cooked it and cooked it, and it never became solid, except for when you tried to chew it. <laughs> and as you chewed it, it got more and more solid. So, and it was like lava. It was hot like lava. So, yeah, I made a lava cake before. Absolutely. <laughs> Accidentally. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so there's your TLCC top three parent education, which is happening this Sunday, March third. You've got the Missouri Christian Convention happening March eighth and 9th. and then on March nineteenth. We've got a, it'll be a fun night, really relaxing, really encouraging night that'll get you in the in the mindset and attitude and a place where you can um, celebrate Easter. That happens March 19th at 6.30. We're encouraging everyone to come. You can invite friends and neighbors. It'll be really a great event to invite um, people to, and uh, it'll be really encouraging. So there you go, the top three of the week. All right, let's get to our weekly spotlight, which believe it or not, is not Rachel's blanket. We could talk (laughs) the entire time about Rachel's blanket. And it's also not the door handles in this room that Mary was raging about a little bit earlier. It wasn't exactly raging. She was this close to throwing stuff. Those are things that bother me. To stitch that to the end. I'm going to. I'm going to put a little, I'll put a little snippet of her. We changed the doorknobs and now there's three doorknobs within my view and none of them are the same. It's just a little off-putting. That's all I have to say. (laughs) Off-putting Actually, she has a lot more to say. She has a lot more to say. I'll put a little snippet there. I have some suggestions on how that can be (laughs) remedied. Just for the record, I guess one of them can be seen by everybody. The other two are back here, so people. But Mary's see seeing them right but now. But Mary, look at her <laughs> raging. Um, no, the spotlight is the the Easter schedule. Are we going to continue with this? Sure. Um, Easter. Did, do you do anything? Did you did you guys give up anything for Lent? Yes. No. Do you want to share? You don't have to share. No, it's okay. okay. Lent is a fairly new thing for me to to practice and think about. It doesn't come automatically yet, I don't think. So, we, like, Christmas comes more naturally to us, like, preparing ourselves. To do Advent. Yeah, Advent, mm-hmm. celebrating, getting ready for. Um, and, and that's a good thing. Historically, Lent was more of the time where you we would take time to prepare and get ready for the celebration of Jesus's resurrection. Mm-hmm. And so Lent is a time where sometimes people will give up eating certain types of foods or certain types of practices or certain comforts that they loved. And, um, and, and maybe you gave up some this year as well. But, but the main thing that I wanted to focus on was uh, in preparation for it, there's some things that we want to do to get ready. The first thing is that Bill Wolf concert, which mm-hmm. is happening on March 19th. But then we also have a Good Friday service, which is happening... What day was that again? Maybe Good Friday. Tw- Is that on Friday? The 29th. I'm being silly. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know the actual number, but I was going to say what 29. day was it? It's on Good Friday. Um, and I'm really excited about this service. Uh, Anthony Brake has been helping us kind of come up with some creative ideas. But that's a service where we remember the death of Jesus, and um, it's always been really impactful for me to have a service like that that ends on a low where you're you have to be in a place where you grieve and you mourn so you can celebrate. It's hard to 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 celebrate a victory without experiencing 
the um, sting of defeat. And uh, so that's happening on Good Friday. Uh, we'll start that service, I think, at 7 o'clock. Um, that's what the paper says, so it's 7 o'clock. And then we have our Easter service, uh, 8 a.m. is our early morning service, then followed by a breakfast, which will be sprawled all across the building. Yeah. And your children yes. do that. Um, They've already is... started brainstorming, and we will not be serving all of the things that <laughs> they put on the list of what should be served. What's the best thing so far that they've said? Um, well, the the, first, the one, only one that's never been suggested before, which is actually kind of good, but I'm not sure how inexpensive it would be, mm-hmm. but parfait cups with yogurt and Ooh. granola and fruit. And I was I like, do like a parfait. that's actually a good idea to do ahead of time. But yeah. I do love a parfait. Again, it's hard. Yeah. And you got to pick it what you And then what do you do, do when you have 15 leftover? Yeah. Yeah. I'll eat at least 12 of those. <laughs> um, I, I, Brian said this, I think last week or the week before, like you get the chance to sit with people that usually maybe not have had a chance to sit with because we go into different rooms and we spread all out the church building. It's a good time of fellowship um, of not only breaking bread with communion together, but breaking bread as in pancakes together yeah. as well. Or waffles. Maybe pancakes. Maybe wa- waffles was one of those. Like, Strawberries and whipped cream. If you're cream. not doing frozen waffles, that's a lot of waffle making mm-hmm. for that many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, waffles like, don't go slowly. Mm-hmm. Have you yeah. been in a hotel waiting for the person yeah. to flip theirs? They do not go slowly. Yeah. But uh, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be a great breakfast. Yeah. And then we'll have our 1045 service as well. And so we just hope that during this time, the lessons that we're going to be teaching, the, the, the scripture verses that are coming up, the events that we do will draw your heart and mind towards... Um, remembering and celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. So that's the spotlight of the week. And uh, hopefully we can get some doorknobs changed around here before Mary <laughs> loses her mind. Okay. Um, I wanted to read for you, for the blessing of the week, a text message that I had Rachel pre-read and she approved it. So she said, that's good. You didn't know you were proofing what I was going to say, huh? I did not. On Sunday, I preached on prayer. Have you prayed before? I have. Yeah. You? Yeah. A had time a, or two. Had a moment in prayer? Okay. And um, I was talking about prayer and um, it's a very memorable sermon because I'm remembering everything about it right now. <laughs> the 10 different things that we can talk to God about. And the, the idea basically, the main idea was, um, is a conversation with God that's ongoing. He wants us to keep... Uh, talking with him. And, and so this is a kind of continuation of that Malia Douglas. This is a little thought that I have to give her props for. Um, she sent me a a quote on prayer that she said was one of the more meaningful quotes she's read in a while. So just listen to this quote, thinking about prayer. If God continues to work towards the fulfillment of our prayers long after we've forgotten praying them, there must be occurrences and apparent coincidences in our life that most days are a direct answer. Most days are direct answers to prayers and questions we don't even remember asking. Our very lives may well be the accumulation of such prayers, both ours and others, who have prayed for us. That was by a man named Pete Griggs, and he the idea is that you've been praying for something and just because you stopped praying for it doesn't mean God stopped working on it. And what you might be experiencing today is the results of prayers that you might have forgotten about. 
And I like that because God is patient and we are not. And it's a reminder that God continues to work even when we think that he doesn't work. And um, I don't know, I've never thought about praying something, then letting it lie, and that God is still, like, he doesn't forget about that. Mm-hmm. Um, One of my favorite things is <clears throat> I've been in a prayer group for almost 20 years now. Mm-hmm. And looking back through those journals mm-hmm. of things that I wrote down as a prayer and that we prayed about ongoing, and then looking back at how it was fulfilled, answered, even years after it started being you know, something that was heavy on our hearts. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I love that visible reminder that what we brought to him. We just talked about that on Wednesday. Oh, did you? Oh, do tell. On Wednesday, <clears throat> we have been going through this around the mount, so we've finally made it to, we're very close to the end. So we just finished up the Ask, Seek, Knock, so we talked about persistence in prayer um, and like, what is the value of persistence in prayer? And that this is always happening. Yeah. We're like, we'll talk about something and then it'll come up or be referenced or whatever. And then like, because we've been hanging out in the Sermon on the Mount, the Sermon on the Mount shows up everywhere. <laughs> so we're just like, so I'll be sitting in service and I'll like, like and I'll like, look around at the kids are like, are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? <laughs> so, it's just good. fun how that happens. Yeah. Well, to me, it's an encouragement. And I guess the encouragement for you as well is um, God doesn't forget uh, and nor nor does he feel rushed. Uh, he is patient, but he continues to work and continues to answer prayers, maybe even long after you stopped praying them. And and to think about how today could be a day where you experience the fulfillment of prayers or the answer to prayers that uh, you or other people have prayed for you. Uh, God is is so faithful and so good. Um, to us even when we don't deserve it and so just remember that in in your times of prayer where you feel like oh man stuff isn't moving like i want it to um god hasn't given up and neither should you so there you go the blessing of the week and um we hope it's been an encouraging time together we're glad that you're here with us um rachel mary final thoughts final shout outs wrap up in your blanket grab a hot drink and spend a little time with god and make sure your door or handles your match. <laughs> God bless you all. We love you. We'll hope to see you here next week. Take, then match the two and cover those holes. Mary's raging. I'm just saying. <laughs> it looks like we don't care about. You solved the problem, Mary. Uh, you, you fixed it. She's raging.